Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. and welcome to Tuesday Topics. I'm Paul Edwards, and I'm flanked on either side of myself by folks who are much more beautiful than I am. Um, Miss Cindy Hollis, who is Membership Services Coordinator for ACB. Hello, Miss Cindy. Howdy. I'm excited and to be here. <laughs> on, on, the, on the other side of me is the doyenne of ACB Radio, Miss Debbie Hazelton. Hello, Miss Deborah. So we are going to be talking um, some about uh, some about uh, what's going on at Christmas time and New Year's time uh, in ACB. But I wanted to start with to get to know these two ladies a little bit better. So I'm going to start by asking each of them um, to tell me a little bit about where they grew up and uh, whether they've been blind all their lives and what growing up was like. So I'll start with Cindy. Okay. Uh, let's see. I was born in L.A., raised in Carson, California. And uh, I lived there until just before my 17th birthday. I grew up in a family of all-sighted people. Uh, I've been blind since birth. They discovered I was blind when I started uh, crawling around and would head towards something. And then, like, instead of going through the doorway, I would hit the, uh, the um, what do you call that, the uh, frame, door frame, yep. or, you know, just, it, it always seemed like I was off my, I think it was one of my grandmothers uh, actually said something to my mom. They don't know the cause of blindness. I was not premature, so a lot of you know, kids my age at that time we had gone blind from uh, ROP, but it, that was not the case for me. And my mom did not have measles. So those were like the two common things during the early 60s uh, when I was born. And so they call it optic atrophy. <laughs> it's cute. Uh, yeah. So uh, I grew up in a neighborhood, uh, all the families you know, we're close. They, we all like, it was a brand new neighborhood. So lots of kids that I grew up around uh, through most of my growing up years. And I had a best friend who we still are in touch with each other, Bridget. And uh, she was, we were like six weeks apart in age and she was sighted and uh, we just did all the normal stuff. I uh, learned yep. to ride a bike, uh, skated, roller skated, just did outdoor stuff because, you know, it was in California. Yep. And moved to Washington my senior year of high school. My dad got a job in Washington State, and we moved. Uh, it was right around my – it was that summer between junior and senior year. And all, all mainstream schooling, yeah? Actually, no. Um, up through – 
uh, sixth grade, I was in a special school for the blind. It was not a residential school, though. Uh, those that live in Southern California would know of Francis Blend, and it it doesn't exist anymore. But it was a it was a pretty good program. I was bused to school. It was in Hollywood, California, and uh, you know it's where I learned Braille, of course, right from kindergarten on. I started learning Braille. And uh, after sixth grade, I went to a Catholic school for two years. It was probably the toughest two years of my schooling because they just didn't have the infrastructure to support me. And I went from, you know, this uh, lots of support in a school for the blind to really no support right and so that was challenging and then junior high and high school was mainstream with a resource room i was three months premature i like to say that i i was born on election day when eisenhower was elected i was born two minutes before the polls closed and i like to say that i either got here in time to vote or somebody voted for me i'm not sure which (laughs) and i um I came home on inauguration day, so I spent a long meditation in the isolate. Um, I, uh, I, uh, they, they called it RLF back then, retrolend yep. fibroplasia, and I still, <laughs> I still agree with that. Um, Me too. Um, and never have liked this retinopathy of prematurity because my mother always said, you know, technically you could see until they gave you too much oxygen. You weren't born blind. Yep. So, um, so uh, I was in Connecticut and I had light perception. I still have it in a very strange way now, even though I had both of my eyes removed. But I had light perception until I had my eyes removed um, right after high school. But I was in Connecticut. I started out in mainstream, um, went to nursery school, was in public school. I had a best friend, uh, Amy Arnold, and she was sighted. And um, we were always, we, we played and fought and we were so silly and f- had fun. And we were always getting separated for making so much, <laughs> making so much noise. <laughs> and her, my, she had an older sister that hung out with my sister and my sister was, was sighted. My mom, um, lost a bunch of kids. She adopted my sister and then she didn't think she was going to have any more kids. She went to a Kentucky Derby and forgot to bring her diaphragm and along I came. So I, I always said, well, see, that's what happens when you horse around. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was... Uh, really is so interesting because the same thing happened in my family. My, my, my brother... Um, was adopted because my mom wasn't supposed to be able to have kids. And then, hey, presto, um, you know, just a few months later, um, I came along. I'm also an, an RLF kid, and I was born almost four months premature. So, Wow. Okay. Yeah, I was. And they told yeah. my mom, I mean, she lost all these kids, and then I was the one that made it. And, yep. and they said I had one in a thousand chances of living 12 hours. Yeah. I think that says something about my determined, stubborn spirit. Um, 
And so I, you stayed you stayed in Connecticut all through high school? No. Um I stayed in Connecticut till my parents got divorced. They got divorced when I was eight. And um we were still having trouble with my father coming around and raising a lot of commotion. So we moved to Florida at that time. Uh-huh. And then I was in I was in a resource room. I had an itinerant teacher in Connecticut. Then I was in a resource room where there were, oh, like 10 to 13 of us other blind kids. Um, and they would farm us out to, quote, sighted classrooms. That didn't work real well, but we did that um, for some time. And I was in third grade through sixth there. And then I guess that was called a resource room because then I was in, um, then I went to Nova. Nova High was an experimental program at that time. And they bust all of us blind kids into this school, even though it was 20 some odd miles from where we lived. But it, it really was a, a good school. And we had um, a teacher, a resource room there, but we were in regular classes all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I was antsy. I wasn't real happy at home. And I wasn't, um, after a while, I think I was falling through the cracks, wanting some more socially and and just not doing as well. I think I started out doing real well there. But so I went to a private school for um, one term and they were way behind where I was. And by then I had gone to the summer program up at St. Augustine and, and they were doing so much with music that I said, I want to go there. So my last year and a half, I went there. I did it backwards as opposed to how most kids do. I did it backwards. But I got out I got out of the house. I had some really good teachers. I had some good mentors. And um and then after that I, I went on to college and, and got several different degrees. So yep. Yeah, very interesting. That is excellent. So we'll probably come back to your lives a little bit later, but just in case, just in case we get hung up, we better start talking a little bit about uh, what's what's coming up. So we'll start with community stuff. Community stuff, Miss Cindy. Is there anything happening with community calls? Are there any? Uh, there might be one or sixty-five or something <laughs> like that. Um, one of the things that I realized today is that we have ha- held over 2,000 community events this year in, in a, about a nine-month period of time, which is pretty amazing for a program yeah. that didn't even exist. And, and uh, amazing participation, too. I forgot to tell you, I had 80 on my rail bus call last week. That's that's exciting and we they just continue to come you know um and i've always told people when they want to hold an event and they ask me the common question you know do you think people would come to this call would people be interested in this whatever this is you know when do you think would be the best time to do this call right and i always just tell people you know build it they'll come Right. I mean, you know, we just got to make it available and people show up and on occasion we might have to move things around a little just to find the right 
time slot or you know whatever but uh, that works for the facilitator as well as maybe the the community at large but really it, the topics the I some topics I I wonder really people are going to go to that but they do <laughs> oh, it's, yeah I mean it, it is amazing just, the variety of topics I mean yeah. things, things, things that I as a self-respecting male would stay far away from you know, like crafty things have become immensely popular they that that particular uh, whole segment of calls is just well it's not really completely a surprise when you think about what's happened with the community right calls and in COVID. general yeah. right um, this this really started out as you know me just reaching out and saying we need to stay connected we don't I didn't know at that time we thought this whole COVID thing was only going to last a couple of months and we'd be back to normal. And so, you know, we put it out there and did a few calls and started asking if anybody else wanted to hold calls that they could open to other people and just finding a way to connect. And really, I was trying to encourage affiliates and chapters to stay connected within their own little sphere of their membership. And next thing I knew I'm you know we had this train I my analogy is it's a train and it's uh keeps adding cars because you know beginning we had like 13 calls in March and 80 something in April and 160 in May and June was 220 something and then we had the crazy convention you know all of those calls like 200 and some who knows hours of of events plus we still had 150 community events that that month and they just continued to grow and now we're we're over 300 each month and uh so the the train keeps on growing and since its beginning i've just been running ahead of it laying track so it, uh -huh. it doesn't derail and uh you know, so yeah, it's and it's because of people. It's because of uh, you know not only people coming to them to attend, but really, I think what has caused its success and growth is the people that are coming to help it. You know, like yep. so many people stepping up to host, to facilitate, coming up with ideas. There, it just doesn't end, and so. Uh, do you want to know some specifics about what we're doing? Is that what you're like, you, aiming you can, for? You can, you can talk to me about <laughs> some of the specifics, yes. Okay. So uh, we'll start with Christmas uh, because, you know, Christmas Eve is in two days and Christmas Day is in three. And so uh, in Thanksgiving, we did a big Friendsgiving event and then acb radio jumped in and did a big event as well and so there was lots to choose from from four people at christmas eve and christmas day i will say acb radio is doing the non-stop kind of big thing from early on christmas eve through Christmas Day night. Uh, so maybe, so maybe we should pause and let yeah. Debbie why don't talk you about let that. Debbie could talk about that, and then I could talk about some of what we're doing because yep, it's sure. it's all on the schedule though. So so a lot of what Cindy's doing and has been doing is is some things that I have 
kind of seen and wanted for a long time, even with some of the other shows like Your Tuesday Topics and um, the when I started Affiliates in Action, I wanted it to be very lively. And it. I think now the community is doing some of what I had hoped would happen back then. So, so for Christmas, we did for Thanksgiving, we had 18 and a half hours on the cafe along with streaming the community at uh, 10 hours. So, and cooking <laughs> with all that going on, it was great. But we had several broadcasters. So for Christmas, Christmas Eve is gonna start at 12 noon. We're just going to open up the room for an hour and just have people coming in and talking, chit-chatting um, with a more of a moderated kind of a discussion because we are using webinar. Um, at one o'clock, we're going to have Darrow for two hours. And then at three, we've got uh, John and Larry doing a show. At five, Jeff Bishop is going to be there playing kids' cartoons and different things related to kids' kind of programming. And then at special, uh, at seven o'clock, this is all on cafe, but we're going to, at seven o'clock, we're going to also stream to the community. And we're going to have audio described um, it's a, a Christmas elf on a shelf. It's, um, what is it? It's called um, a, a fox, wait a minute. The Elf Pets, a fox cub, a fox cub's Christmas. So that's audio described. We're going to have that. And then we're going to have the um, 12 Days of Christmas described a production of Rory Hoffman's yeah, 12 Days of Christmas. And then we're going to have a visit from Santa himself and a whole bunch of kids, I hope, and Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus wants to make sure that the girls and boys have been behaving. And um, so there will be letters read uh, from kids and uh, kids having a chance to say what they're hoping for. We hope that, you know, they're doing this before they before they go to sleep, you know, um, and before Santa gets out there on, on the sleigh. And then we're going to have, we're going to close all that with a historic airing of an audio described version of the 2015 White House holiday greeting, including a tour of the White House at Christmas time. So that's all going to happen. And then we're going to have... Um, Desiree uh, Vaughn is going to do Mannheim Steamroller uh, Christmas Angel. And then we're going to have an eight-hour program that's done by Jim and Rachel, Jim Pemberton and Rachel Schroeder. And um, maybe a little extra music thrown in before that starts. But after that eight-hour, I will be on in the morning. Then we have, uh, for two hours, then we have... Um, Tyson doing a two-hour show and Jason Castingway. And when Jason is on, he does live programming, playing and singing, maybe harp and piano, not together, but <laughs> but uh, he did that on Thanksgiving. It was wonderful. And then we're going to have more from Desiree doing some programming of playing music. And then John, uh, Jim Pemberton is going to come back and bring some other broadcasters with them, and they're going to be on for another six or more hours. So that is wow. our campaign. That's pretty cool for Christmas. We'll, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll 
come and talk about uh, other stuff later and yeah, the so, community. Yeah, so the community uh, for Christmas Eve, we have Throwback Thursday on Thursday mornings at 11. And so this is going to be Throwback Thursday Christmas memories. So what uh, is Throwback Thursday? Please? Yeah, so it's the coffee social. We do coffee socials every day of the week. And this is one that I started back in March. So uh, I lead this one on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so Throwback Thursday started happening a couple of months, maybe three months ago. We've started just, I started using it as a Throwback Thursday and asking people. So if you're on social media, they people will often show pictures on Thursday and they will say it's a Throwback Thursday and they'll show a photo from, you know, uh, their childhood or or a business will show a photo of something from 40 years ago or 20 years ago or throwback Thursday price prices or you know something like that yeah. so instead of a photo we do memories and uh, so that's throwback Thursday and people seem to really enjoy it we often have about it's not unusual for us to have over 40 people on that call and have to get, I have to get on and we tell get you through about everybody. my childhood Christmases. And it is so fun. It really is. Yeah. People seem to enjoy it. So throwback Thursday, Christmas <laughs> memories. And then at 6 o'clock Eastern on, on uh, Christmas Eve, we are going to have the virtual Christmas tree lighting and uh, asking everybody to bring their virtual ornament, be ready to describe it and its significance. Uh, any details about it and where they're placing it on our tree so the tree will be already uh, have strung with lights and garland but the lights will be turned on at the end of the hour and one special person will be chosen to put the star atop the tree and uh, we have a special guest that will be with us to light the tree so that will be at 6 p.m. Eastern. And then at 9 p.m. Eastern, this is where, you, Paul, you want to know about this one. Uh, we have Christmas Eve story time. And this is where some of our community members are going to come in and read a short story uh, from, you know, their most of them are ones that we've grown up with and so that's going to be a real special time and then uh, on Friday on Christmas Day we have programming on the odd hour starting at 11 a.m. so at 11 a.m. Eastern we have Christmas morning surprise and Mika is going to lead a basically a coffee social and have everybody go through their Christmas stockings and share one thing out of their Christmas stocking, either current or from years past. And then at 1 p.m. is going to be the Christmas brunch bunch, another social event, and Lynn Coates will be leading that. At 3 p.m. we have Celebrating Christmas Paws, P-A-W-S, all about the dogs and uh, one of our newer community members Liz Botner will be leading that call at five o'clock is Christmas creations Cheryl McNeil Fisher who's in the audience right now is going to lead that one and that is giving people an opportunity to share maybe a special recipe of something that they're making a, 
a gift that they received that was handmade or that they made for somebody else, uh, you know, something, maybe an ornament, a story that they wrote, just a, it's time to share things that are really our own creation. So that's mm -hmm. what that's going to be. At 7 o'clock, uh, the Joy of Music typically is at 7.30. Donna Browning has agreed to have it at 7, and she has a special guest coming to do a concert, a Christmas concert. And uh, so that'll be at 7. And then at 9 o'clock is it's playtime with Mika and I, and uh, we are going to be playing, creating some dysfunctional families and playing some Christmas family feud so that will be a lot of fun so that's what we're doing on Christmas Day wow. so, so it sounds like there's almost competition um, two two fully fledged programs going on at the same time people just I, have to switch like back and forth yeah. We, you know, it, Debbie and I have talked about this. I, I don't like to think of it as competition. I, I definitely, yeah. I, I like to think of it more as just a lot of choice. So, yeah. you know, and there's a lot for us to do, and you could be in one room and listening to the other, or vice Good. versa. You know, you most of us have more than one uh, lady A in our house, so yeah, you really could have, you know, both of them going on. But there's now, no reason for anybody to be alone through Christmas. Now, Ms. Tebra, how, how much of the community stuff is ACB Radio going to be carrying? Uh, we're, I think... All of that, we're actually. We're taking all of it. Yeah. How because, cool is that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. it's very cool. And, you know, I wish it was one, one solid stream, but it's okay because we can still manage. I know that... Jason and I are both picking up quite a bit of it. And we have some really good people that are just jumping in and doing what they can to help. And And I agree. I think it's about giving people choice. And, and one person said to me, oh, but, you know, it's competition. And I'm like, why? You know, it's it's not, it doesn't have to be viewed as competition. It's it's just giving people choice, and I think ACB is all about giving people choice. It is. And it, it is. And I was wrong to use the word competition okay. because it's not right. But we don't, we don't, I don't think we worry about that with how many things are on TV or how many things are on the no. radio. We just know that it's about choice. And, and the other thing is the community is a podcast now. And the community channel has a lot of repeat of different things. And um, I am thinking that we may make some of our shows on Cafe eventually have replay. I think it's going to be easier for us to have some of those going forward. But we also, um, over New Year's, which we haven't gotten to yet, uh, I would like... <clears throat> for us to take some of the things that will be on and put them up for replay on one or nice. more other channels. So I'm going to ask I, I'm going to ask you guys a, a, a somewhat odd question, perhaps. I mean, we have already done some of this on Thanksgiving, and let me let me start with Cindy. Cindy, what did we learn from Thanksgiving? What we learned is that there's a lot of people that are by themselves and would be lonely if not for our community. That's what we learned. People are so appreciative 
to feel connected and people told me afterward that when they weren't in the room in the zoom room they were listening on ACB radio so I think that um, you know this it's just what I told everybody that was going to be doing the Thanksgiving Friendsgiving Day events that we were either going to be welcoming people into our home or they were going to be welcoming us into theirs and so we just wanted to make sure that you know we were respectful of that right uh, and it, it just was an amazing time I think that uh, you know some people ate dinner with us uh, some people you know spent the whole time some came and went some went to you know cafe and then came to the community and I, I mean you know that's that's what the beauty is we just learned that it's a real need and people are so appreciative and and what did ACB radio learn Miss Deborah well I think it's it's similar I really think ACB radio is changing to me and to some of the others on the uh, steering committee, it's not so much about radio. I think there's so much overlap of what we have here. And I think that people are saying that they value community. They value opportunities to sit and talk with people. They value exchanging ideas and, and building friendships. They value fun and laughter and they they really like the opportunity to just kind of hang out. Like um, we noticed all day, we had different people dropping into the cafe and they loved just having an opportunity to chat. Sometimes they liked listening and, but they, Janet must've called in five or six times that day. Um, we had other people that would just suddenly show up in the cafe at night that some of them we hadn't, ever had before some of them we had never um we had never known before but and i would think when they'd come in i think wow i wonder how this person's going to fit in but they did i mean i've seen since where there's one or two here or there that don't so much and occasionally somebody that maybe mm -hmm. likes to think more of an argument or a debate or something but i think people really like the community i mean the community in a real sense of being with others and exchanging ideas. It's its different. It's not just radio. It's more like being able to go to different people's houses or places and sit with them. And we're not getting to do that so much. I mean, we've always had more challenges with some of that anyway. So this takes away those barriers. In fact, if I could chime in. Yeah. Of course you may. There Today, just in... in I did uh, my coffee social uh, and that one is called a neighborhood coffee clutch. Uh, um, somebody mentioned that if not for the community calls, she wouldn't have met who has become now one of her best friends and they walk together every morning. They became oh. walking buddies and they confide in each other. They talk and over the phone. They would have never met each other if not for the community calls. And we know that there, are, I mean, I know that I have several people that I've grown close to from these community calls. And I know many others have. And that's why, you know, we ended up with the Facebook group because there was such a need to continue 
continue this connection beyond a scheduled community call. So, you know, we created the Facebook group back in June, and it is one of the most positive places even when somebody's a bit down people are right there ready to just love on them and swoop them up and tr encourage them along and yeah it is an amazing thing i i am just in awe really Cindy, and yeah when you said that they walk together are they yeah living close to each other no no so, no no right they get on the phone and they take walks at the same time together at the same time oh, so they cool. are walking a thousand buddies. miles apart maybe. yeah they're not quite that they're one's in southern california and one's in northern california so um you know it's but that it's, is so cool yeah yeah get and, the exercise done and it's not boring yes but it, it yeah. and, and and is there also perhaps a sense of security that comes from having somebody on the phone with you and you're out probably walking, you i would think a little so. scared you know i, I would so think there's the probably some of them. are they actually walking they're actually walking outside yeah okay Okay, because I think it's certainly possible to do, you know, mm -hmm. like in-home walking, like sure. Leslie's no, no, kind of stuff. Yeah, no, they're actually taking walks. Um, there's my uh, thumbs up to Lynn and Penny, shout out. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's really cool. Uh, you know, I think there's just... Uh, people watch out for each other too. I, I think that I heard some of that when Debbie was talking about people coming into the cafe and you know we have people of all differing abilities and interests and ages. I, I think that's the other thing that's just amazingly wonderful is that on uh, these calls we can have people in their late teens and early 20s and people in their 60s to 80s all in the same room and they've gotten to know each other and they care about one another mm -hmm. and uh, it, it's just an awesome thing you know that it it's really the barriers uh, that we put a, upon ourselves I feel like you know some of it might be financial some of it's miles distance uh transportation some of it is gosh you know do i fit in to that whatever we decide that group is right and all of those barriers have been stripped away in these community calls people walk in we don't ask if they're a member we don't ask for their id you know what i mean none of that we just say come in and you know uh people who are on the community calls know that there's three words I ask for our calls to be, and that is safe, respectful, and welcoming. So yep. three and words, safe, respectful, and welcoming. And that's, people know that's what's expected when they come in. They know that that's what they should be getting, right? And and, and, and if they're not those things, then action's then taken. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. Yep. yep. And I, I remind people all the time for us to be able to maintain this community at the level we are maintaining it right now, right? We have to hear from people when things don't feel right. If anything doesn't feel right, I need to hear about it so that action can be taken for sure. Yeah. Deborah, you were going to say something? I just, um, when I am in something like um, it's playtime, which we stream and um, uh, oh, even the, when you all, Cindy used to do, there's an app for that, Diane's doing it now on Sundays, but 
I notice in a lot of these calls, there are people of all ages that are either exchanging ideas and or having fun. I mean, just really playing games together and, um, and, and genuinely laughing and having fun. I mean, yeah. it's, it's so great. And the karaoke, again, people of all ages. Yes. And we stream that as well. And people are protective. Like there are some people that might be, well, that they are uh, maybe more vulnerable, um, have a bit of more innocence about them. Um, people with uh, other disabilities, not just yep. blindness. Yep. And the people just accept people where they're, they're at and they yeah. are protective and watch out and, for them. Yeah, and, 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 you know, I, think I just all of love us that. Do. All of us who do shows like want to do that. In fact, we feel an obligation to do it. But it's just uh, a natural thing yeah. that's happened, and it's it been—it's so beautiful. It, yeah. it makes me proud to be a part of all of this, right? Because I see how genuine people are, and the heart of the people that are coming to our community—they—it is genuine. So, so Cindy, let me ask you a question. Um, have have community calls translated into membership, or does it matter? Well, I think it matters because you know <laughs> I'm <laughs> membership services coordinator, and so you know that's why they pay me the big bucks. <laughs> no, um, I think yes. The answer is yes. It has translated into membership, and I say that with definitely a big smile as far as membership goes. We want people to join ACB when they're ready uh, and of course my hope is that people will feel ready you know earlier than later but if that is not a reason for them to be able to take part in our community and right. i and i love the fact that we have this available so people can check us out and see who acb is every day of the week every week of the year we've not stopped you know, yeah. since March. So every holiday, it doesn't matter. Uh, we've got stuff happening. And uh, so people are getting to see that. So the numbers, we don't we don't necessarily know all of the numbers. We, we still need to figure out a better way of how do we get that information. A lot of affiliates don't share, don't sign people up when they join their affiliates after convention. And so, uh, you know, we don't always get that in real time. Uh, we do know that we've had more members at large um, since convention than, than probably ever before. Right. And we definitely do have new members coming in in other affiliates, as, in our affiliates. Because well, I can tell you having that new they, members, you know, we, yeah. we are getting members. So, in terms of special interest affiliates, I, I can tell you that both Lua and BRL have grown, um, have grown primarily, I think, because of the the calls we do, but more because of the virtual convention. I think. Yeah, and I think that more of the uh, uh, special interest affiliates who are holding community events, holding right. these calls, they are absolutely. I hear it all the time that they're yeah. saying. Uh, growth. CCLVI yes. has shared bits has shared that. Yeah, uh, you know, and, so and that's another thing we should probably say to folks. You know, check your community list because we've talked about the things that are happening in community, and we've talked about the things that are happening on ACB radio 
over Christmas, but there are also activities that other affiliates are doing. And a lot of those are on your community list, yes? And yeah, and in fact, about two or three months ago, I started adding the line sponsored by whatever affiliate it is. I or committee so that people would know who is spearheading it and who's behind it and uh, they would know where to go if it's of, of interest to them because it wasn't doing any good to hold a call if you don't know it's uh, CCLVI or guide yeah. dog users or ACB radio amateurs or diabetics in action or whatever. I, I don't, don't want to pick whatever. them out but I know CCLVI is doing um, four straight hours of programming where they will be repeating the old CBS radio version of the Christmas Carol and then having some discussion afterwards. Um, so that's exciting. So you guys should watch out for that. I guess we should start talking a little bit about New Year's, even though even though we're still so over a about week New away. Year's. So New Year's. Um, let's 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 go in the other direction this time. Miss Deborah, ACB Radio. So uh, yeah. I very selfishly wanted Deb and Rick to be on the cafe because they have done programming with us. We pick up their program every year. And um, so they're going to be on from 10 p.m. Eastern to 4 a.m. And we nice. talk from them so we don't have to do anything. But they see all the different time zones in and it's it's so much fun and they play a lot of really great music and a lot of people call in and talk to them and and um then next gen is doing a lot and i listened to them the other night uh doing their christmas um favorite christmas time traditions uh they were on live events saturday night and they really did a good job it was not chaotic it was orderly and smooth and they yep. had very interesting people some new people people talking very intelligently about different traditions and different beliefs and cultures and it was it was um, internationally focused in the flavor and the feel and i was very impressed so and I'm, yeah. i've been talking with them a lot more um we should we should tell folks that NextGen is an organization that's relatively new. It's the newest special interest affiliate in ACB, mm -hmm. and it essentially uh, welcomes people who are younger. Um, it when they started, it was under the age of forty. I don't know if they've become a little more lenient with that. They'll accept members, but the the over forty, but that's their their as far uh, as yeah, that is their cutoff. Yeah, but but it's exciting because. Um, because they are doing a lot, they did a lot during during the virtual convention, and um, and and are gradually growing themselves into a really strong and vibrant affiliate. And we're excited for the fact that here we have a group of folks who are by definition younger than some of the rest of us, um, who are becoming active in the community, and that's exciting. Well, they contacted me and they've been contacting me about a number of things, but for that, they're going to be on for nine hours and um, from from 6 p.m. till 3 a.m. on New Year's. And then nice. and then the community, what um, Cindy is has been working on, and I'm going to have a great time being a part of that. And I'll be with Tony Stevens for part of it, but we will be streaming the whole thing from um, 
from uh, 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. 12 hours. Nice. Miss Cindy, community. So we are actually mm -hmm. holding a community a thon. So by virtue of that, uh, it is going to be a, quite a 12 hour event of celebrating what we've done together in 2020, um, all of the different community events, uh, as well as there will be entertainment. We'll have uh, an opportunity for people to give back financially to ACB. It's the last day of the year. Uh, so here's an opportunity for people to give back to ACB. And I, you know, I'm really believing that there are people out there that have gotten something pretty spectacular this year out of our community and will will want to give back in that way. And then we have prizes that have been donated that we will be drawing for every $25 donated a person's name will go into the drawing and we are going to be drawing names at the end of every hour all 12 hours and there are some spectacular nice. prizes toward the end so at midnight and at 3 a.m. there will be some bigger prizes and possibly some of the hours between. Uh, just to give an idea of what we're doing, uh, we're going to start off at 3 p.m. and uh, we're going to focus on all of our social events. So we are inviting anyone who facilitates a social event or has in the past to come and share the impact that has had on them. And then there will be opportunity for people in the audience to share as well. And then at four o'clock, we are going to be having our topic driven hour. So we have topic driven, it could be about radio, the joy of music, foodie fun, uh, recipe swap, it's electric talking about kitchen appliances it just it, it's all over the map uh it's so we'll have again people from those calls those kind of events share a little bit about the impact that the community has had on them and then people can share about how those calls have impacted them and then at five o'clock is health and wellness so we've been doing a lot in health and wellness and so uh, we'll be focusing on that in the five o'clock hour in the six o'clock hour we are going to be focusing on our special interest affiliates and our ACB committees. So, Paul, I hope you'll show up sometime in that six o'clock hour and share some of what you've experienced. And then seven o'clock is going to be ACB, uh, like it's the ACB hour. Tony Stevens and uh, Debbie Hazelton are going to be teaming up and working on that hour and so i'm not sure exactly what it's going to look like but i'm sure it's going it, to be great it's a post-convention reunion it, it is kind of yeah like yeah. a reunion yeah and then at eight o'clock it's technology's time to shine so we'll have all our tech people um that have you know held calls on that one and then at in the nine o'clock hour peer support uh, it's been huge. We've done a lot of peer support have. in the community. So uh, that will be the focus. And then at 10 is going to be personal development. So that will be where our crazy crafting kingdom uh, <laughs> uh, fits in that spot. I was going to mention this earlier, 
Paul, and I, I must have gotten sidetracked, but the craft calls started out in early June, and they were going to be a craft chat every other Sunday for one hour. Today, the craft chat is typically uh, it has a topic like this coming Sunday, they're going to be talking about using a sewing machine. They are 90 minutes typically. This one uh, on Sunday is going to be two hours. And then there is crochet every other Tuesday for an hour and a half. So people can learn to crochet. And then there's, no, it's, and excuse me, it's for two hours. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, two hours, five to seven Eastern. And um, so the first hour is for, for beginners and the second hour is for people that are a little more advanced. And then on Thursdays, they go back and forth between, so it's every other Thursday for these. Once needle knitting, then it's loom knitting and then needle knitting, loom knitting. And the same thing, they do two hours and the first hour is for beginners. So, you know, you can figure this out pretty quickly that it, the content is about 18 hours of content a month opposed to what it was going to start out at two hours. So, pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. And that, again, organically just, you know, occurred. And then at 11 p.m., it's going to be the fun begins and we'll be doing some game stuff. Midnight, we'll also add karaoke. And then uh, the next couple hours, it'll be some game, some singing, uh, just some fun. So those last four hours of the community thon are going to be just a, a celebration and fun. And we'll still be doing the drawings at the end of each hour. So that's what our community thon is. And I'm I'm hoping that uh, you know we'll be able to. Uh, I think we're looking at possibly holding that as well on mainstream, but for sure community, and then uh, you know. Possibly to replay it if we can. Oh, you disappeared, Debbie. You're you're, you're fading. Yeah, you're way in the distance. Oh, yeah. We will. Um, we yeah. will um, replay it. I don't know about mainstream because because um, our streams now can hold so many that I don't think it's you know just like with the auction we just had that on one stream so we'll see but yeah uh, anyway so, but we're we're going to probably replay that hopefully through the next day uh new year's day i yeah. i would love to see that i think um, we will yeah and same with um next gen we're going to put that so, on yeah. on another stream and air that as well so so that's uh, New Year's Eve, and uh, New Year's Day is still being developed. So it, it's stay tuned. Yeah, it's got some. Check your community for... list, and, and if <laughs> folks want to get to that community list, how do they do it? Probably the easiest way is they can drop me an email at community at acb.org, and I will subscribe them. Uh, people can also send an email to acb-community-events-subscribe at acblists.org. And there's also a link off of our website uh, on the community conference call page. So, so depending on your technological but prowess, truly, so there's three options. Yeah, email me and I'm happy to subscribe you. It doesn't take me but 30 seconds to do it. Right. So. so I... So I, I want to do something that maybe both of you think is unnecessary. But I want 
Debbie for a minute to talk about all the ways that people can access ACB radio, because I still think that there are bunches of people who don't know about all the ways that it can be done. Well, we are rebuilding our website, but even with that in mind, um, some people still use the old tuner, which, which, uh, works i don't the community's not on there but it works for everything else um we have acb link which is an app for a smartphone for the iphone and for android and um we're coming we're working on a remake for that app but it is workable even now i mean i, I use it all the time it and is and, and i do too yeah. um it, it is perfectly usable uh-huh and um we have a phone number, and I still hear from people. I actually even hear from people who don't have long distance, which is really sad because then if they don't have internet or long distance, I'm, I'm not sure what to say. Um, you can also get it on a Victor stream, but we have a phone number, which is 518-906-1820, 518-906-1820. And Probably. And all, all of the ACB streams can, ACB radio streams can be accessed from that number. Yes, they can. Um, and it's, and, and, you know, as long as you have kind of unlimited long distance, um, yes. there, there is nothing to stop you as a person, even if you don't have a computer, um, from, from, from using that phone number. And we already know that a lot of people do use it. Oh, yeah. And we also know that, you know, even when people are so afraid of Zoom, we know that um, there are phone numbers with it. So there's no reason to just shy away from, right. you know, from doing that if you just need to do it with a phone. But the other so, makes so let's talk about the Victor Reader stream for a second just before we leave this. Um, the, the, the Victor Reader stream has not updated their list of ACB radio streams that, 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 that they put onto the, um, the North American list. But um, what, what I want everybody to know is if you, if you go to favorites and add favorites and just put in ACB, um, all the stations will come up and you can favorite them all in a nice little row and they're all there. That's good because I thought community being the newest one. No, it's there. It's there because because Utunes updated, but the stream did not. Well, the other thing that is very easy these days is the Amazon devices, and so you can say um, you can say her her name. Um, open ACB Radio Mainstream, open ACB Radio Cafe. One thing that was in um, some of the others, <laughs> like open ACB Treasures for Treasure Trove, open ACB Radio Live, and open ACB Radio Special. I was surprised, though, because open ACB Radio Community stopped working and some people, Cindy and others, figured out that if you say open ACB Community, it, it will. goes right to it. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. feel proof. Yep. Yeah. That is that is interesting. It is. Um, and but that has been something that has really helped to make it 
even more friendly for people just to be able to have that. Oh, is something for Google. Everybody asks me about Google Home. Is there any development there? <sighs> yes, and I'm trying to, not really development, but I know people have gotten it to say, um, I think they've gotten it to say open ACB radio and the name or, um, Boy, I need to play with this again. I'm not remember. If any of you who are listening or anybody wants to text me and tell me, um, uh, either that or get a, get a, if you're in the Zoom if you're yeah, in the Zoom room, yeah, put put your hand up because we're going to open it up pretty soon. Because I think Jason has figured that out, but it's not perfect. That's exciting. Always do it. <clears throat> it doesn't have to be perfect, but it would be nice if it's there because there are a pretty fair number of people who have. Um, Google Home devices or devices with Google built in, and and so it would be nice if if we could get on those. I I, I know I've been I've been bugging all of our folks with high level contacts with Google to do something. But um, oh, I love the Google Home. I actually think I yeah. like. Sorry, better than Lady A, you know. <laughs> well, it's it's certainly more intuitively intelligent than mm -hmm. Lady A is. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I but agree. You know, it's it's really nice to have these added ways of being out there, and I think that's, you know, that's just really a good thing. Um, and like I said, the website is being um, updated, so rebuilt, actually. Yep. Yeah, it's exciting. Miss Cindy, is there anything you want to add before we open it up? Only that on the, you know, as we've been doing this with the community, I, I continue to add things just as I do with the sponsored by, you know, whatever the special interest or ACB committee is sponsoring an event. I've also not only say you can listen on ACB radio community or mainstream or live or whatever it might be or cafe, right. but I also include the link and I include what to say to the the Amazon the device. Yep. So, uh, trying to encourage people to, you know, uh, yep. use those devices and not be afraid. So right, and 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 if and if people just do it the first couple of times, you'll be amazed how easy it becomes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and and you know we we know that 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 more and more people are using all of those devices, um, and 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 as as we've said already, using them. Uh, more than one at a time, as it were, they are simulcasting. Um, Yet, Mr. I, Rick, oh, Debbie, go I, ahead. I talk to groups a lot, and every now and then I get, actually not even every now and then, quite often I still get groups who say, well, we don't know anything about ACB radio. We've, we don't, you know, and the yeah. slightest that I tell them, it's it goes over their head real fast. Yeah, and that is just, it's out there and it's real. And I'm always trying to think of another way to, you know, help get that out. And I talked to a really nice lady in um, another state last week on a on a call where I was asked to speak, and she said I I had people that dealt with me when I lost my sight and it was hard. But when I lost my hearing, it became a lot harder and I lost my friends and I lost my family and I'm in an assistive living place now and they took away our Wi-Fi and I couldn't afford long distance. And she's a very well-spoken, oh. nice, friendly woman. It's just oh. sad. 
Yeah, we got to fix it somehow. Mr. Rick, do we have any hands? Yeah, we do. We've got Sheila. She's been chomping on the bit here, wanting to ah. uh, jump in. Miss Young from Florida. Good evening, everybody. How are you? Hey, Sheila. Hi. Hey, Sheila. <laughs> Madam um, President, as it were. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing I want to say is these ladies are not paid enough money. Okay. All right. I like <laughs> for it. for right. as much time as they put into their uh, um, duties and dedication, they are definitely not paid enough. Now, now, you could have earned some browning points by saying, and neither are you, Paul. Well, neither are you, Paul. But anyway, <laughs> neither am I. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but but um, my other comment is another thing Cindy has created that I think has been wonderful for the state affiliate presidents is our weekly meeting between us because I think that has really benefited the affiliate presidents to try oh, to and connect. It's, and it's not just states either, it's special no, interest. No, it's everybody. As well. It's all yes. the all the presidents. And it has really, you know, when I say affiliates, I'm talking about everybody. Yeah. And I, I think that that has genuinely created a bond and a new place for the presidents to connect and to talk um, about mutual uh, yep. concerns. And, and, it's and there's wonderful. also a president's list that's out there now, too, which I think has been helpful. Right. So anyway, I just want to say well, thank you, Well, thanks for ladies. mentioning that. Actually, you know, Sheila, the funny thing is, Back in February, so long ago, remember when we were at the leadership uh, weekend? Yes. And <laughs> I, I announced at that board meeting that we were going to start the Hump Day Happy Hour on March 11th. Uh -huh. And, you know, how did I know? But anyway, that Wednesday was the first one the following week. We were all working from home and started the community, the community calls actually started. But the first one was the hump day happy hour it was kind yeah. of like that first big step. Right. And we yep. did it on free conference call, if you'll recall. Oh, yes. And I just I just <laughs> want to say I just want to say thank you to uh, Cindy and Debbie and you, Paul, for for coming up with this show, because um, I really think that. You know, the community calls have been a blessing to so many people, and I have enjoyed my part in it. So thank I think you. that's ladies. right. The queen and, of recipe swap. And not just, not just that. Sheila yeah. has really um, stepped up, and I, I will just say she is huge support to me, and I appreciate you so much, Sheila. Uh, just, you know, she's she jumps and helps me often in so many ways. And can't even so can't even count. <laughs> well, anyway, Ms. I love Ms. you, Sheila. I'll, I'll see you on Saturday for our Florida call. Yes, sir. All right. And Merry Christmas. And Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you Sheila. too, Miss Sheila. All right, Mister Rick. Phone number two eight nine eight, please. Okay, I had a question for Debbie. Hi, Regina. Hi. Um trying to, I'm half asleep, trying to find out if you are still going to replace introspective and if you are, uh, what are you going to replace it with? We are rebranding a lot of our programming and so we're letting go of some of the programs that are not in line with our direction that are, and so we're bringing on a lot of new programs that are ours. Some of them are from the community. Some of them are new ones that are 
just going to start. And um, so it's not about just replacing something. It's about revamping our whole schedule. And in perspective is one of the ones we're no longer keeping. But, but we're always interested in opinions. Miss Virginia, do you have a thought? Well, I was just wondering when she says direction is not quite answering. I guess why? What is it about them that is not going in it's, whatever what do you mean by direction what direction well we have a lot of our own programming and a lot of programs that are about our organization and are in line with our community and so that's more of the direction in which we're going okay all right thank, thank you thanks miss regina merry christmas okay phone number three six eight nine please Hi, this is Elizabeth Ann from Cambridge, Massachusetts. Hi. I would like to say hi, good show. And um, I would just like to say I miss the community events, Cindy. I don't know why I don't get the emails anymore like some other people here in Massachusetts. We've um, mentioned it amongst ourselves that we just stopped getting the emails and I missed them terribly. Well, so I mean terribly. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this and say to you, uh, first I didn't catch your first name. I'm sorry. Elizabeth Ann. Oh, from Elizabeth Candy Ann. Mass. So Elizabeth Ann, let me say that you're not alone. We've been having trouble with our email lists for months, and. Uh, I have actually, when people email me and tell me they're not getting the emails, I am adding those people into the BCC and sending, so if you want to receive the email, just drop me an email at community at acb.org and let me know you are not getting the community email. There's nothing I can do about that. I can't fix it. We're going to be moving to groups IO and uh, that will fix it. I feel confident. But until that happens, I will just add your email to the BCC when I send out every email. I'm over 20, 20 people I send to right now. I know there's plenty more that haven't been getting the email. It makes me sad. I just have no way to know who is or isn't unless you let me know. So drop me an email. Okay. Yeah. I will do that. And Elizabeth, she can't stop you from sending it out to the other folks in Massachusetts who aren't getting it too. <laughs> or you can also let them know let them know to just drop me okay. an email and I'm happy to add them. I will do that because I missed the game night. Oh, and I don't I want you to miss you. any of it. I don't want to miss it either. Well we miss you cooking. I miss Sheila's cooking our recipes and all oh right. my god, I miss all of it. And I hear something about the cafe is I don't know anything about that. Is that so definitely we need other? to get you getting the um the the any calls that where there is interaction and community involvement uh we are putting on the if if people fill out the form we're putting it on the community events list so Excellent. That's a lot of people are seeing stuff with the acb radio right now because they're they are um, not just doing programming, but they are actually doing interaction with the community. And so, exciting. so Debbie, 
tell folks what CAFE is since Elizabeth Ann doesn't know. Well, CAFE is a stream. It originally is a stream for artists and uh, composers who happen to be blind or visually impaired who have written music or performing it. And um, it's also now for broadcasters to ha who happen to be blind or visually impaired. And so it could be that we feature music by these artists, which do, and we're looking at updating that. But we also have broadcasters that have that do shows. Um, one of mine is on right now. <laughs> uh, so can anyone come on and listen to yes. these? Yes. Yeah. And so how do you how do we get on there on the cafe? Well, if you go to acbradio.org. All our streams are there. You can you can listen that way through your computer, but you can. It, I don't know what type of a listening device you if have. If you have a, a next gen um, uh, Victor Reader stream, you can listen. If you have um, your computer, yeah, you device. can download. I have a laptop and Alexa. Okay, so yeah. the easiest way is the Alexa, to oh, be honest. Yeah. It's so oh, easy. if you have Alexa, yep, you all you just need to say is open ACB Radio Cafe and away you go. Mm -hmm. Okay. We Thank you guys so much and happy Christmas to you all. Oh, Merry Thank Christmas, you, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Ann. Ann. I look forward to hearing from you. We have a couple yep. of ACB Radio lists as well that people subscribe to. Friends at acbradio.org and radio-announce at acbradio.org. Yep, excellent. All right, Mr. Rick. Yeah, Agnes, please. Hi, everyone. Ms. Hi. I um, have a quick comment to make. Um, it might be helpful for people to know that to find out on the phone what the community schedule is, you can dial 800 424-8666 and listen to the prompts and you can find out that information there. Um, and a suggestion I have is that it might be helpful in the announcements for both ACB radio and for community if something is put in there like they have on some of the TV announcements um, about phone charges to remind people that you know, they'll have to find out what their phone carrier charge, you know, would be. And this would, because some people somehow have gotten the impression that even if they have a long, have to dial long distance, it eventually becomes free for them, uh, even, you know, with Zoom. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Agnes. Mm -hmm. And you, do you have snow in Colorado yet? Yes, we've had snow, but, and we, they predicted over a week ago we were going to have snow on Christmas, but to my pleasure, it's going to be a nice warm Christmas. Um, I'm not a big snow fancy person. <laughs> and Thank I'd you. like to make one other quick comment. Yes. Um, I went on the to the Braille uh, drawing class that ACB Crafters has because I like to do Braille drawings, and I got some information on how to do a couple additional ones and have used one of them um, on my door one of the two I have two drawings on my door uh, as my contribution to a decorating contest that we have and people have asked questions about it so you Very know cool. in that regard I'm also 
promote, promoting Braille. Very thank good. you so and much. Thank you for mentioning about the uh, phone because Sharon works really hard to record all of our calls every week. And we know she's able to track how many calls come in. And on average, it's right around 300 phone calls each week wow. from people trying to get those phone numbers for our calls. So, so that's excellent. Yeah. When Cindy means she she records them, she records the list of what's on. Yes. The yes. Yeah. Yep. And so yeah. boy, she's got to read really fast. She voices <laughs> she's them. She's been able to. Yeah. She's been able to uh, get. They have five designated mailboxes that. Yes. She's able now to record in. In the beginning, it was she was trying to get it all in one. Well, we grew so fast and so big that that really wasn't feasible. So. Yeah. Well, that's excellent. Yeah. Miss Agnes, thank you so much. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to y'all. Yep. Mr. Rick. Phone number 3517, please. This is Mary Beth from Albany, New York, and I'd just like to say that we have enough snow to share with everyone. We've got about <laughs> two feet of snow. If anyone likes them, please, please take it. Um, that's not why I unmuted, though. <laughs> I just wanted to say that um, these calls were a pretty big surprise to me because I'm not really a joiner. Um, not that, you know, like I don't get excited about calling in and talking like I'm doing right now or, you know, calling in on these things. But you know what? I've uh, had a lot of fun from doing it. So for all the non-joiner people out there like me, um, I just want to say to them, give it a shot. It's, it's good. Yay. Thanks, Yay. Mary Beth. Thanks, and we're Mary so Beth. glad you do. <laughs> yeah, we, we are. And, and pet your puppy for us. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I will. I will. Thanks. That's and oh, Merry Christmas to you guys, too. And Happy yeah, New Year. Merry Christmas to you, too. You, too. That's another Mr. way of Rick? saying people feel like it's a it's a safe place, which is yeah, really I, I think so. it is. Yeah. It, yes, I think that's right. Donna Browning, please. Yay! Hey, Donna. Hello. <laughs> this is Donna Browning from Alexandria, Virginia. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, I've enjoyed the community calls immensely. I've learned. I've laughed. I've cried. I've had all sorts of emotions. I've met new friends that I would never have had otherwise. My question for both Debbie and Cindy is, what, uh, how did you get involved with ACB? And when you got involved with ACB, um, were you already okay with your visual impairment or did ACB help you with that? Um, what a great question. I wish I'd asked it. <laughs> um, um, Debbie, go first. Um. I remember when I was in South Florida, I kept hearing about the Florida Council, the Florida Council, and I think Division of Blind Services was originally called the Florida Council. It was. And so I was around them for a while off and on, and then I kept hearing about the Florida Council of the Blind, and I didn't know it was different. So I just started meeting up with people that were <coughs> council and i just naturally i just sort of fell into it and then i i uh ended up deciding mostly from being around paul and gail i decided yep. to come to acb my first one it was um virginia 
And I think that was 89. Is that right? Do you know, Paul? Or was I it, don't remember. I don't know. I, it was one I, of those. It was my yeah. first one, Richmond, Virginia. Yep. And I just, I was so blown away. I just, I still am. I am blown away every year with the amount that happens at convention, how professional it is, and all kinds of things. I think accepting blindness has been um, a lifelong, I mean, I've been this way since I was a baby. It's been an ongoing kind of a thing where I think I do. I know that I don't always accept everyone else's agenda or idea of it, and I don't have to. Um, and I often say that, you know, I know I live in the unseen where much of spirit dwells. And so in that yep. way, I feel like I'm ahead of the game. And um, yep. But ACB is very important to me. I love ACB. I've been mad at ACB at times. And that's another way that has shown me how much I love it. Because if, if, I, if I didn't get mad at it, I mean, because I did get mad at it, you know, it showed me, wow, this matters. This matters. Yeah. I'm hardly ever mad at it anymore. I just love it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Miss Cindy. Uh, I joined uh, my local chapter. It was actually forming. I, I'm one of the own. There's two of us that are still <laughs> members of that chapter uh, in Bremerton, Washington. A friend invited me to come to some event uh, for recording the newspaper somebody was starting a olympic i think it was called olympic recording for the blind or maybe a peninsula recording for the blind something like that and so i went to this event and next thing i knew uh they were putting a chapter together and the next thing i knew there were nine of us that said we joined and i was elected vice president and uh and then the president, Rick, he ended up taking a job and moving 10 months later. So by default, I became the acting president. And that's how I kind of got roped in on a, on a really very local level. Uh, when I started, I was pregnant with my oldest daughter, who is now 34 years old. Uh, she'll be 35 in April. So in January, it will be 35 years. At that time, I sure did not understand the makeup of ACB and I wouldn't have thought at that time that I was even a member of ACB but I was a member of ACB I just didn't know it I didn't know the relationship I didn't understand all of that and it and I never envisioned myself moving in leadership but eventually you know became president of Washington Council of the Blind a couple of times well four times if by election but uh two terms each time mm -hmm. uh, and um, I don't know that I ever really felt like I had to adjust to being blind I, I always knew I was blind and uh, grew up always knowing that I had value I don't I wish yeah. I I think growing up what I what I look back at and know who I was then and who I am I mean of course I've matured I've grown you know grown through experiences and all of that you grow and things yeah. change and 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 so on but I wish others that don't feel that way would know their self self-worth that you know I always knew that no matter what happened that I get to own my choices I don't have to own others choices 
I don't have to own what other people think of me even. That doesn't mean it doesn't ever hurt. Uh, you know, when, sure. but I don't have to own it and that, uh, I don't, nobody else gets to own or decide what is right for me or what I get to do or believe or any of that. So I, yeah. I've always kind of known that I've always had that sense about me. And so I don't know that I've really had to adjust now when I was in my young, uh, teens, preteen and early teens, I was bullied and at, at times that hurt a lot Yeah, and it made, you know, it would cause you to question for a moment in time what what is going to really be out there when people would hurt you so to the core. Yeah, I think, uh, I think a lot you know, of us were as, yeah. as blind folks. But, but, you know, I usually picked things up pretty quickly and, and moved on, but the, mm -hmm. you know, scars... Uh, there, there were scars from some of that, but it, I just think scars made me tougher. So. Yep, yep, excellent. Thank you, Mr. Rick. Haley, please. Hey, ladies. Hey, Hi. Haley. Hi. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk, but actually, it's a great segue, Cindy. Victoria nearby. It's a great segue to what you were saying. Is that when I started with the community calls in March? There were maybe six voices, maybe at the most, um, that I look at that. Jason's calling me. Sorry, Jason, you'll have to wait. Um, <laughs> there were maybe six voices at the most that I knew and, and recognized. And I really, I don't know if anyone else listening out there felt like this, but I really felt like ACB was only for the important people for the big wigs for the board for the oh, do you dear. know what i'm saying and i guess what i've learned through attending these calls not only have do i get onto a call and notice 10 15 20 voices that i now know and recognize but that we're all important that acb is not just for the board members or the people that work in virginia or in minnesota that acb is all of us and um, it has been like coming home to a house you didn't even know you needed to be at. Um, and that's what I've really enjoyed is just, you know, just for everyone feeling that they are important, that you don't have to be a certain way. You can just come as you are. <clears throat> and I've met friends that I know that I will now have for a lifetime. So it, it's been really good. And I, you know, I just hope that everyone has gotten that same feeling from being on the calls that, you know, you matter to somebody and there's always someone, you know, thinking about you and praying for you. And so it's super exciting. And thank you guys. And ACB radio, I didn't even know there was such a thing as ACB radio. And well, now, you know, <laughs> you're stuck and, with me. And, <laughs> and, and who, and who knew it was already 20 years old, Haley. But thank you so much for your call and yeah, Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas. And Haley's a good cook. She's got a Christmas Christmas, uh, Christmas dessert special that she does. So. Oh dear. Yes, we'll talk so about that. Fun. We'll share that recipe. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Fun. Yes, indeed. Uh, Mr. Rick. Yeah, Ann Smith. I don't know. Maybe I better ask this question on yeah. on the Facebook group. Sure. Yeah, no, go ahead and ask Ann. Go. Well, I mean, I one of y'all were talking about somebody living in assisted living, and they took the Wi-Fi away from these people. 
Yeah. I, I um, Cindy, do you want to talk I about I don't that? know anything about it. That was Debbie that mentioned Oh, that. Debbie, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Debbie, do you know what, what can... What can you tell us, if anything? Uh, I'm sorry, I did not hear the question. The, the question was, do, do you have more information about this person who was living in assistive living where they took the they Wi-Fi They lost away? their hearing and they... Oh, no, it wasn't on the Facebook group. It was... Um, no, no, no. I wanted to... I, that's why I thought I should ask it on the Facebook group. Because no. I don't know. I'm kind you're, of an activist. You're good, Miss Ann. Go, it's okay. not, Go ahead, Deb. They're not part of the Facebook group. They're in another I, totally right. different area where they don't have Wi-Fi or anything. But what I was saying was it's it would be interesting if we could even get, I don't know, some kind of phone, <coughs> phone, phone sponsorship to help people like this. Or a closed circuit TV or something because we have a radio, one of the radio reading services. They have some type of a, a channel that's fed through the, the TVs. The cable system, and, right. Oh, of yeah. course. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't have yeah. that. They don't have yeah. that. But, but, what a shame. Um, but Debbie, what you said, and, 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 and I think that's what sparked Ann, mm-hmm. was that the folks in the facility cut off their Wi-Fi. Did, yes, they did. They couldn't do, afford do we, it or something. You mean that the facility couldn't afford the Wi-Fi, so it just went away? Apparently, yeah. And oh, then, gotcha. And then... She said she's on such a fixed income, and now she said she said now that I don't have my family, I can't see any reason to keep long distance. Well, now I impressed upon her that well, then she'd have access to ACB radio with that five one eight number, and she's like, right. Well, I'm going to have to see what I can do to get it. And I, I actually think she's such a an incredible woman that if she can get over that hump, she would she would be um, someone who could become a facilitator in this community or, and a, and a zoom host, because she just has that wonderful way of, of understanding and thinking and understanding. She just got into such a, a rut. I mean, a terrible place. Terrible situation, right? Miss, Miss Ann, thank you for your call. Mm -hmm. Miss Terry. Good evening. Yay. Hi. Hey, it's great to talk with it's great to talk with all of you. Um, I just want to say that I think that the community calls um, in a lot of ways, I think has spurred ACB radio, at least I hope it has. Um, I think the community calls have been a fabulous, fabulous, uh, probably one of the best things that's happened to ACB in decades. Um, And Cindy's just been wonderful at at pulling all of it together. It's just been absolutely well, incredible. thank you. And I think it's brought a lot of us back into the fold, if you will. Um, you know, like I think you said earlier, sometimes it, I guess Debbie said something about being angry or, not, you know, not happy at something at some time and learning, you know, learning from yeah. it that you really do care a lot about ACB. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's happened with me, and I think it's happened with a lot of people. We're hearing it a lot, Terry. I'm hearing it a lot that people who either they didn't feel connected or they they'd stepped away for a while for whatever reason we know we have people coming even from i mean so it's it's people that have been around for a long time but haven't been involved you know involved connection all of that um and then of course we have you know people from uh other organizations coming to us as well as you know being referred to us from rehab facilities and so but the fact that you not only came back but 
Look at what you're giving back. And that's the beauty of what's happening. So many people like you, Terry, and you know everybody at different levels, but are finding their place to give back. And you, we're not having to wait for a committee assignment or anything, right? Yeah. You know? And, and, we're not, and, and, and we're not just giving back. We're getting back from it. I mean, yeah. I yeah. thoroughly no. enjoy doing visibilities. Well, um, and that's... That's well, <coughs> now, Terry, you're going to have to tell us what Visibilities is, please. It's the, it started out as a community call uh, once a week for visually impaired seniors with abilities. And it was, it's meant to include everyone, um, but it's kind, I guess it was kind of a, a knee-jerk reaction of mine to people who just assume that if you're old, um, unlike myself, of course, yeah, uh, that, and you, Paul, um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> that, uh, that you know, that, that we just don't have any abilities that we that um, um, we need to be taken care of, and nobody thinks about the fact that we're the caregivers in so many situations, that kind of thing. And since then, we moved it from once a week on Thursday nights to Friday night, and Debbie picked us up on ACB mainstream. So we're able to get to so many people. And so we're able to reach so many more people who may not be quite as computer savvy um, and are, are thoroughly enjoying it on mainstream, which kind of brings me to a question that I have been asked several times by some of our listeners. And um, I don't mean this as a criticism. I really don't, just don't have an answer for them. People would like to know more about what's going to be streamed on mainstream or what's going to be streamed on ECB radio. I'm sorry. Yeah. But they're only getting, finding out that day on Cindy's uh, list. Yeah. Is there a way that, that mm-hmm. it, you could let people know in advance when something is going to be streamed on which channels? One of the things that I want us to start doing is for whoever is streaming, like we're going to have one person that's streaming a call on a given day, write the email that includes all the calls that will be streamed that day on ACB radio. That's one thing. But we, because of this rebranding last summer, a year ago, when Larry left us, we were already in the process of a rebranding. And at that time, we rearranged all of our programming and we came out with weekly, we came out with daily schedules of what's going to be on. And we had those on mainstream. We changed our program and we, uh, again, and we did those schedules again. Um, We gave a list out of show by show, which times they're on, and they've been continuing to change. So now we're in another huge rebranding, and we've got a number of things that are going to come over to mainstream from the community, and then we've got our production team ready. We're going to make bite-sized little promos that say, tune into Tuesday Topic, Tuesday topics each Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Mainstream. And then we'll have another one that'll say tune in at, I think it's 8 a.m. for the replay of Tuesday topics. We'll have them separate bites, not 
all in one because when a time changes, then we don't have to do it all over. Do you don't have to do the whole over. schedule again. It's right. yeah. there'll, there'll be, be a, a question. Bite size. Hold on. And then what's that? Go ahead. Well, we're going to have bite size, and then we're going to have um, an email go out each day that has everything that's on. But we're waiting to get it all set up in place, and then we're going to do that. So what I was hearing from Terry was that she's wondering if it couldn't be like more like weekly, where people could go up and look and see what's coming up in a few days on for ACB Radio. Yeah, um, website, sure. <laughs> uh, so currently, right now, Terry, I don't put those things on the community until the daily because. I don't want to post something if it's not going to be on ACB radio. Right, and so she meant from our side, I think. No, actually, yeah. I did mean exactly no. what Cindy's talking okay. about. Yeah. People are getting her list, but they're not they're getting it, but they're, not, they're going to be able to listen to it. Right. On, they see they channel. see the weekly and I don't put any of the ACB radio stuff in the weekly. Because I we only put it in daily, but we are working with a lot of volunteers we are. to make these and happen and yeah, I just can't, I can't post if I don't know. We just for sure. said yesterday, Darrow and I just said, we are so excited. I don't, I don't think we've missed one priority call. We, Cindy marks the ones that are most important. And then there are others that are on there if we have a chance to add them. And some of, some of the time I've gone to her and said, well, I would really like us to add such and such. And then sometimes she's come to me and said, well, we didn't mark this as a priority, but could we? And so we're juggling this all the time, and we're always getting streamers. And even at the last minute, there were two last night. Daryl said, I'm really tired. I said, don't worry. I took one. Jason took the other. Um, but, but we are always working to get them covered. And some people think we should have the same person doing the same one all the time. I actually think it's nice for different ones to... And for a variety of reasons, it's nice. I, I think down the road, though, um, though Debbie, I, I think down the road we've got to we've got to figure out a way to create a more constant weekly schedule for ACB Radio because I think well, we're missing will, out on a lot of listeners. Well, that I think that can happen, but we don't. I don't know that we're always going to know who's going to stream what, and nope. I mean because it's it's just. I, I, I don't no have a everything. I don't have a problem if there's a disclaimer that says you know if if a special program comes along, don't be surprised if the schedule isn't right. But here's what the schedule looks like now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's very all, good. Well, good well, fun. thank you, thank you all very much, and thank you for all that you're doing on it. It's amazing the work that you're doing. It, yeah, they are they are pretty amazing. You too, Miss Terry. Thank you. Too. Merry yeah, Christmas. Are, uh, Merry Christmas to all of you. Yep, Mr. Rick, Diane, please. Hey, Diane. I I just want to say that um, I I'm kind of. I'm kind of reticent, you know, to talk to people that I don't know, or, or at least I used to be, um, until the uh, community calls came along. And um, I, I never thought that I would see the day where I would not only be talking on them, but I would also get to host and uh, facilitate some as well. And it's, it's uh, you know, it's made... It's made me a different person, I guess, than uh, 
at least what I thought I used to be. And I appreciate that. I kind of like what it's doing for me. Yeah. And I, I hope that I'm um, helping other people as well. Oh, uh, I, I think you I are. Have, I, I, you know, I hope I have something to offer for other people. Mm -hmm. And, now, um, has has it changed your notion of what ACB is, Diane? I didn't really know what ACB was until I started participating in some of the um, local, some of my local um, conference calls, and mm -hmm. getting to know those, pe you know, the people that are in those those organizations. Mm -hmm. um, I had friends, I had a feeling that, you know, like when I was deciding if I would join ACB or the other organization, I figured if I was ever going to join one, it would be um, ACB and the uh, community calls and the convention kind of um, spurred me to uh, joining ACB. And I've been very happy with, uh, with what the organization is doing. Excellent. Thank you so much for your call, Diane. And, and thank you for hosting as well. Because And Diane, I, thank you for facilitating. I've watched you grow. I've, I know you stretched and you've grown and it's been amazing to watch. And thank you for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Excellent. Thank you, Diane. Mr. Rick? Cheryl, please. Cheryl. Okay. I have so many ideas going through my head. And first I was thinking, you know, how I carry a party in my pocket or in my purse, but I don't want to blow the horn and blast out everybody's ears. So I just <laughs> say rah-rah to you guys, you know. Um, oh and uh, you're all doing such a great job. Thank you so much. And thank you for allowing me to keep growing too. And um, uh. I think, you know, for myself, I speak as well as sharing this with others that – Sometimes our calls when we're new and um, trying time slots and different things um, and expanding that, there may not be a lot of people, but it's about dedicating and not giving up and um, yes. being committed. And that, yes. you know, who knows? Like, like you said, Cindy, you know, when we create it, it'll grow. And as I'm sitting here thinking, I thought, oh my gosh, I get this really great idea. But I'm not going to share it right now because it'll take up too much time. Oh, but I can't wait but, for that know, email. That <laughs> <laughs> is so good. And, and you all just give us. And no, I didn't. I was not a part of ACB. I've said this many times. I was a member since 1994 when I got my first guide dog. I thought, wow. you know, did ACB did a lot of the legal things and advocacy, which ACB right. does. I never became so involved like I am now. And, um, you know, I'm the vice president of Guide Dog Users NY. So I've been involved that way, but not really like I have now. And I have a family and um, my husband constantly says he just can't get over how, how committed we all are together. Yes. And uh, we've been a part of a lot of groups and a lot of different things. And this is just amazing. So thank you, guys. Just keep on keeping on. You're doing a oh, fabulous job. Thank and, you. Um, Thanks, blow my horn very quietly. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rick. Linda Faust, please. Yes. Hi. Um, well, hi. Um, the, well, I'm very 
grateful for the community and I haven't been able, there's, there's so much to participate in that I think I could just stay all day and not go anywhere and just listen to the radio. You could. Um, but um, a, a couple things. One, I didn't know, Cindy, that you're originally from Connecticut. And, um, oh, I'm not me. Hartford. That's Debbie. Debbie is from Connecticut. Oh, Debbie? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm from Hartford originally, you know, oh. so... Um, I grew up in Hartford <laughs> and also have retinopathy of prematurity. Um, so anyways, um, I had a couple questions. Um, well, for one thing, I, I just wanted to start by saying how grateful I am that, that we have this. Um, and I've, you know, really enjoyed the, the exercise stuff with uh, Leslie and, um, some of the personal growth type things and um i'm still you know there are a few things that you know i'm i'm kind of squeamish about like you know i i still don't know how to do karaoke even though there was instruction and i haven't made time to listen to what i taped about it to practice learning how to do it things like that but my questions are this i had a couple of them uh, i have a couple friends that are afraid to use zoom um I was too at first, long time ago, when I just used the phone, because you know that it does. The phone, when you use the phone, it doesn't let you finish um, entering the phone number, um, you know, and then it keeps saying "try again." And um, I have a friend that lives in Montana. I keep trying to tell her to use Zoom, but they don't have. I, one of the questions I had is, what about mountain time? Like two hours before Easter time, they never mentioned mountain time. So we that was one. Yeah. So let me respond to that really quick, Linda. I'm often asked if I could put things in Central Time and Mountain Time, and you know, really for brevity, I I need to just put some kind of marker times. And when I started this, I was on Central Time, and I was having to convert things all the time for everybody else, not me, because I was in Central Time. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we just use the East and the West, and then the or Pacific Eastern Pacific and Hawaii and um, and I even abbreviate and I just do P-T-E-T-H-T so whether it's savings yeah. or standard it doesn't matter um, and uh, people who are on mountain time or central time they know you know what that is in comparison to Pacific yeah I guess that's a matter of just doing the math yeah. I, I didn't know what HT yeah. was but now I know it's Hawaii yeah, it's Hawaii. yeah. <laughs> but anyways um I kind of wonder um one of the questions I also well two things one I'm hearing impaired also and some of the groups when people are all talking at once I just kind of get turned off and just figure well, I can't deal with this because I can't hear anything there's a bunch of people talking all at once um, and I haven't gone as often as a lot of you and I don't feel like I've made any friends and uh, except for I, I take that back there was one person in the, in the exercise thing that's been very supportive of me because sometimes either things go by too fast because of my age or I don't hear something because I missed a movement or something. And this person has been very uh, supportive of encouraging me to keep up with it. And I'm, I'm very grateful, but basically I don't feel like I've made, you know, I've gone to convention and stuff, but I haven't felt like I've made 
any friends and um it it, it bothers me Belinda uh, I would like to invite you to uh, come to some of the more social events all of our coffee socials uh they're they're where everybody gets an opportunity to talk but one at a time so it's not talking over each other it's very orderly mm -hmm. and uh, people share and and you start to learn and get to know people on tuesdays we tend to do breakout rooms so that's smaller groups tomorrow night on wednesday oh. night at six o'clock is the friendship circle so if you would like to try and start getting to know people come to the friendship circle 6 p.m eastern on wednesday because we do breakouts and and it's just we do just it's like sitting around a table with wow. friends and uh we do them for like 15 or 20 minutes i did that once i did that one time <laughs> half of me you know i'll write down uh, you know in a phone file phone I call, I call phone okay we're gonna do friendship circle at six o'clock then yeah. six o'clock comes around somebody calls or I'm hungry you, or yeah, something then yeah. I forget about it well hopefully you, know? you can come so I think that that's where a lot of the friendships that have that's been made idea. have been right. done in the social events the, the okay. other thing the other the thing other I would thing say to you oh I'm sorry the, the other thing that I would say to you Miss Linda is um, if if you're comfortable um, because I know I was I was on a call with you um, where you really did get drowned out. It was a, it it was actually a caucus call, and everybody and his uncle were talking at the same time, and it was really tough for you. And I know that, so I'm wondering if you would be comfortable when you get onto calls, letting people know that you also have a hearing impairment, so that um, so that people will be especially careful. I can say that, but, but, you know, do I have to come right out and spell it and say, let's not all talk at the same time? Yeah, <laughs> sometimes I guess you do because... Um, yeah, I, I mean, I know yeah. that on, on the call that, that I'm talking about, you really did get drowned out. And I know you were very angry and very uncomfortable and, and, and you had every right to be. Yeah. And, and so, so what I'm saying is, is a, another way to try to make sure that won't happen is, is to announce up front that people need to be a little careful because you're hearing impaired. Um, and, and if people are talking um, over each other, you're just not going to be able to hear. And it is Yeah, there were a couple of, uh, of the nighttime, some lounge, this or that. And I guess a lot of the people were younger and it was like, kind of awkward because of the talking yeah. at once but i want to before my time is up i'd like to ask what happened to the senior singles group please um it's all of these are driven by people who uh you know come forward so they uh she stopped doing it so anybody else could come up and decide to but i don't i don't uh create these this is created by the community for the community and that just stopped um oh so I, wow i have nothing i well i i, I was i was kind of worried that maybe it stopped because of something i did because no. i was persistent no. about wanting to know something and no, i forgot what it not was not at all no nope, not no. at all <laughs> no, not guilty miss linda but you know i know that phil is going to be raising i mean he's got his hand up and uh, that's the 3306 number. And he is also hard of hearing and uh, 
has a cochlear implant, participates on just about every social call. And I think he could talk to about how those go and how he's, you know, felt with uh, some of these calls as well. Very good. Miss Linda, thank you for your call. Merry Christmas. Yeah, thank you, Linda. Okay, thank you very much. And uh, thank you, Cindy. And yes, I'm I'm glad that... uh, uh, this has been mentioned because uh, this kind of ties into everything I want to say about the community calls. But, uh, you know, uh, in Rochester and Paul, I'm sure you remember this, and Cindy, I'm sure you remember this, we talked so much about ACB getting better connected with each other. We did. And um, also, I went to the Board of Publications meeting. Uh, Paul, you remember that when we. One of the talk things that was talked about was about ACB radio and the changes that were coming and yes, uh, how we're doing. And, and and so you look back now, here we are a year and a half after that convention, and it's just gone beyond anything. And I bet it's gone beyond anything that any of us could have comprehended. I think that's right. And and uh, the community calls have just been just extremely amazing you know and i uh i meet so many of you uh at conventions over the years i only see maybe i mean just get a chance to say hello to you and that's about it and uh i'm always thinking to myself well you know i would really sit down with these folks and just talk to them and get to know them and these community calls especially the social events have really really gotten me and uh, to feel like I am with a group of friends every day, and I and you all are all my friends, and it's it's just really uh, just helped me so much. Um, and I don't feel isolated at all because of that. It's it, I just I'm just I feel so just with like I'm just with so many people. I've just been so happy to be involved with uh, with ACB that I have been for 35 years. And I think yeah. now we're stronger than ever before because of the community. Yep. And, uh, as Mr. far Phil, as, um, yep. got, you got you about that, 30 uh, seconds, got about 30 seconds. Okay. I take one more call. Yes. Let me tell you, as far as anything goes with, uh, yes, I have, I, uh, most people know that I have a Coke, two Coke theory implants and my hearing is on the way to being fully restored. And, and when I talk to these people about it, yes, just one thing about the community, we do fix it. And try to do the rest I can, we can't try to fix it. So yes. just uh, don't give up. Yep. Don't give up. And thank, thank you, you so Phil. much, Phil. You are, you really are an, an, an important part. Everybody's so important to the community. But Phil, you've always been so open about and when things got too much and overwhelming you've shared the importance of one at a time and you know it it really has helped us to grow and get better so thank you for that one last call rick uh, i i heard linda faust mention my name i didn't hear what she said i hope it was in a good context i don't think she actually said your name she she referred to you though i think Um, helping her but one of the things that that we have done when, because there are several people who struggle with hearing, and it, one of the things that we have suggested is, like, we kind of let the host know so that 
if that person is getting drowned out, the host can also yeah. say, you know, so-and-so. And I know of three or four people who are on calls where we've done this. Um, but I guess my comment is to Cindy. Um, Cindy, I think it, the, the nice thing about working with her is that um, she does her best to treat everybody fairly and everybody gets a chance and things get explained. And so I just want to make one other observation, which is that I think the hardest thing is the um, making sure that all people with hands raised um, are allowed to speak without missing people. And I have seen real huge improvement in that and much more um, willingness for people to hear when somebody feels like, you know, they've been on three or four calls of somebody's and they've been yeah. um, it, not allowed to say something when uh, other people get acknowledged on every call. And I think that's one of the strengths that ACB has brought to this whole community thing. And thanks, thanks for raising that. It's a really good point. And um, I'm going to give uh, Debbie uh, 45 seconds and Cindy 45 seconds to kind of wrap up. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, one of the things I wanted to say is we put out all of our programming in Eastern time zone. We always default to that. And if by chance we're holding a convention somewhere, whether it's virtual or in person, again, when we get there, we will say that all times are in a different time zone if we need to. But all otherwise, everything is in Eastern. Um, we're just really exciting, uh, excited. We feel like we're on the cutting edge of a huge rebranding of not only ACB radio, but perhaps it's something larger like ACB media and bringing so much forward um, that I like to refer to as the heart of community and the pulse of ACB, um, the pulse of what's going on in advocacy, the pulse of what's going on out there in a in a big way and then the heart of how people are bonding and finding each other and finding resources and all those good things so it's exciting and we just are very glad to have you with us and there's a lot more change coming that's good so thank you thank you miss cindy our community came out of a, a really bad sad horrible thing you know COVID and uh, but what an amazing year it's been and it is because of the people in it that are driving it it is you and if you haven't taken part yet we want you and there's a place for you at uh, the table we really I mean really it's all about engagement when I took this job as membership services coordinator what I knew was that we needed membership is all about engagement. I've talked a lot about embrace, engage, empower. I, I feel like the community allows us to do that. Me, you know, me in, in the beginning, but really, you know, trying to build that environment 
uh, in the community. So everyone wants to embrace, engage, empower one another. And it has been happening. It's amazing. We continue to try and get better and uh, work alongside uh, Debbie with ACB Radio and others on the staff and so many of you in the community. We are pumping out uh, probably 600 or more hours a month on volunteer hours because of this community. So thank you so much for being a part of it. Keep coming and keep letting me know how we can do better and, and or what you want to see. And if you haven't stepped out, step up and step out and, and you know, bring something to the table that you'd like to present. We'd love to have it, you and that, um, you know, topic. So community at acb.org is the email address. If you want me to subscribe you to our email list and you'll get that daily schedule or if you have ideas or thoughts or concerns or any of that. Thank you. Thank you very much to both of you for being here. I have an announcement to make, and that is that next week there will not be a show. There are actually two reasons. Um, one of them is that um, I'm going to be in in the hospital on Monday for a procedure, and I'm not sure how I'm going to feel by Tuesday. Um, the other is I've got family here, um, and um, Tuesday is going to be my 75th birthday. So, um, so I am... Um, I'm going to take next Tuesday off. Well, happy birthday early, but happy birthday. Thank That's you. That's exciting. Wow. It is. Three it quarters is a- of a century, Paul. My goodness. Yeah. And two of my kids are going to be here. So <laughs> That's we wonderful. Have a, we have a present uh, from Tuesday Topics to all of you. There's an album uh, by uh, Dave Carter and Tracy Grammer that we want you to hear 30 seconds of. So... Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and here is Tracy Grammer and Dave Carter. But they heard about a Savior and a preacher in the park Who will camp with the homeless, with the weary and the cold And he brings joy, joy, joy to the wandering soul He brings joy, joy, joy to the wandering soul. 